Hi everyone, this is Mark, and welcome to the episode of the Mark Hastings Experience. And in this episode, I'm going to be talking about a film that I just recently got the chance to see, uh, which uh, I delayed doing um, for several reasons, uh, mostly because of the pandemic, uh, which you're familiar with. Uh, but this is a film that I'm talking about, I'm going to be talking about today. This episode uh, is a film that I have been hotly looking forward to, uh, highly anticipating the release of uh, since I saw the first uh, film uh, in this film series. And of course, the film that I'm talking about is uh, the 2021 uh, American horror film A Quiet Place Part 2. Which of course is a sequel to the 2018 uh, A Quiet Place. Uh, which I absolutely loved. I loved that film. And quite honestly I I, I think this film. Uh, because it, um, it raises the stakes even more. And because it expands um, the world even more. I think it really does... Um, outdo the first film even though to me the first film is still a classic it really is it really to me it was such an original idea uh, such a great concept which if you're not familiar with it's basically um, the story of A Quiet Place revolves around a family uh, trying to um, survive in a post-apocalyptic world which is now inhabited by blind aliens who have this very acute sense of hearing and they hunt um, the surviving members of the human race uh, by just hearing them and um, and yeah so yeah so the the blu-ray dvd version of a quiet place 2 was released uh, today uh, august the 30th uh, 2021 which coincidentally is also my sister Claire's birthday. Uh, happy birthday, Claire. Uh, but yeah, so it was released today, and I could not wait to rush out and get it. Because um, I'm a fan of DVDs, Blu-rays, uh, for the simple reason that you can get so much extra content on Blu-rays and DVDs. You can get director's commentary sometimes. You can get documentaries. You can get a, a more in-depth insight into the filmmaking process and into the story. Um, Genesis, uh, which I'm I'm a fan of because um, I'm a storyteller and I'm always fascinated where storytellers, uh, whether they be writers, uh, directors, producers... Uh, came up with the story and how a film was made uh, or how a TV show was made. Um, so that's why I always pick up the DVD version and the blue or the Blu-ray version of, of a particular film that I that I uh, like, um, as well as if I'm lucky enough to be able to see it in the theaters. But as I said, things just didn't work out uh, with seeing this film in in the in the theaters in the cinema. Um, several um, delays to the um, to the release of the film, um, as you can imagine, because of the uh, pandemic. Uh, however, when it was um, uh, released, um, it uh, apparently grossed two hundred ninety-six million dollars worldwide, uh, making it the sixth highest-grossing film of twenty twenty-one. And I'm so glad for that because, um, because that means that there is potential that they'll make more films set in this universe. And um, the film was directed by uh, John Krasinski, as uh, as was the the first film. Uh, I, I should say he he wrote, produced, and directed it. And um, it's an incredible, incredible film, incredible feat of. Um, of writing as well as directing, so John Krasinski, uh, he he really did an incredible job, and um, he also uh, um, makes an appearance within the film, 
which was a surprise to me uh, because, um, and if you're not familiar with the the events of the first film, um, John Krasinski's character, um, uh, Lee Abbott, uh, died at the hands of one of these uh, monstrous alien creatures. Um, and he sacrificed himself to save his family. Um, uh, and he, it was, it, he, he continues to be, uh, an inspiration for the family. But, as I say, he actually, um, he actually makes an appearance. Because the first scene in the film, uh, A Quiet Place 2, Part 2, is a flashback scene. Um, and the flashback uh, takes place exactly at the at the moment when the the aliens um, land on Earth. Essentially, uh, we see um, the Abbott family um, attending a baseball game. Uh, so you've got uh, Evelyn Abbott, uh, who's played by Emily Blunt, uh, who is also the uh, the wife of John Krasinski, and um, of course now she's uh, she's widowed following the the loss of her of her husband. Um, Ev- that's Evelyn Abbott, um, of course the character, um, and uh, uh, Regan Abbott is there, uh, played by Millicent Simmons, uh, who is um, Evelyn's uh, deaf daughter, and um, she really plays has a very um plays a central role in the film in fact she is the uh, the protagonist of the film um and uh, it is her ingenuity inspired by her father her father's um um teachings and um the way that he was able to um that he was able to uh modify um uh, her hearing aid um and he also gave her the uh one of the the weapons necessary in fighting back against these um these um monstrous aliens and um it's it's uh it's really and uh, throughout the 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 film as in the first film um Millicent Simmons who plays uh Regan Abbott um communicates uh using american sign language and she really is just wonderful um you know i could watch her performance all day she really does um compel the the viewer really really um acutely um and also starring in the film um is uh, uh noah dupe uh, who plays mark zabbat who's uh evelyn's um young young son and um yeah so we the the film opens as i say with this this uh, flashback scene extended flashback scene uh where the abbott family are at a um, baseball game and um we also see uh Bo, um as well um uh who of course was the the son that um Evelyn and um, and Lee Abbott uh, lost at the beginning of A Quiet Place uh, Part 1 who was uh, taken by one of the creatures uh, um, several uh, months after um, they had been attempting the the Abbott family had been attempting to uh, try and survive by not making a sound to attract the, the aliens um yeah so they're they're spectators at this baseball game with lots of other people including um the character of Emmett uh played by uh uh Killian Murphy uh who's an incredible actor who uh, you may be familiar with from um Peaky Blinders the BBC um uh UK uh television show uh Peaky Blinders um which is an incredible show you should definitely check that out. Uh, he's also starred, of course, in um, uh, Batman Begins um, and um, oh, the other film. Um, oh, 
Oh, the 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 his most famous um, film role uh, escapes me at the moment, um, but he's he's really great in this film, um, playing uh, Emmett, um, who at the beginning of the film, uh, along with the rest of the world, uh, are just carrying out their um, just just going through the motions of life. Um, they're just innocently spectating spectating upon this um baseball game when a strange cloud-like object starts hurtling towards earth and they uh, the abbott family and and um everybody sees this crashing down to earth and they wonder uh what it is and um and that there is a bit of uh, trepidation. People are nervous about what it could be, what it could mean. Is it an asteroid? Um, you know, is it an extinction level event? Uh, which um, I guess you could say it is, um, because very soon after um, they see this and people start to to leave the baseball game, um, Evelyn uh, tries to. She she has. Uh, uh, two, their two sons, Marcus and uh, Bo, in the, in her car, and um, Lee takes uh, Regan with him in his uh, his truck, and they start to uh, drive away. But uh, before too long, the creatures, these monstrous um, extraterrestrial creatures, start to attack. Um, the, the town um, which the Abbott family live within, and in fact, it, it is as if they've there is a simultaneous attack upon the entire world because um, even when Lee goes into a convenience store, when um, before the aliens arrive, uh, he sees on the um, on the television that uh, something has landed, uh, something is happening in Shanghai. So um, as I said. Uh, Quiet Place Part Two um, is uh, expanding upon um, the fact that it isn't just the United States that um, had uh, this uh, this extraterrestrial attack, uh, but it is practically the entire world. And they are the creatures that we got introduced to in the first Quiet, a quiet Place. They're blind creatures who have very um, armoured um, skin, they're very fast, very uh, strong, they're even impervious to, to fire, we, we find out in the film as well, but they are incredibly hypersensitive to, to sound and to noise, and um, that is how they make their way through the world, by listening for the, the smallest of sounds, and that is how, um, that is their, their kind of vision, and even in the, the, um, supplementary, um, documentaries on the, the Blu-ray, John Krasinski, when talking about the, um, the aliens who, um, don't really have a, don't have a name, they're, um, you know, like, uh, tripedal, uh, kind of, um, uh, creatures, he supposes that they come from a world which was all dark, um, and that would account for the fact that they're all blind and they have to um, they have to rely uh, acutely on their on their hearing uh, to survive and to to hunt. But uh, as yet, we we don't find out where the aliens came from. But um, I think that's a really good thing, actually, because it, it adds to the the mystery. Um, they have pulled back the veil slightly because um, we get to see um, what life was like pro just prior to the aliens arriving. And we get to find out uh, what happened at the instant that they arrived. Um, and, um, yeah, we get to find out what the Abbott family did next following uh Lee Abbott's um death and um yeah we are of course we flash back to the present um after Lee's death it's a year later 
um, the creatures, the extraterrestrial creatures have killed um, a great deal of the population of Earth. Um, Bo, of course, has died. Um, Lee. and um, But Regan still has the, the high-frequency... Um, um, hearing aid that uh, her father had modified and of course we saw her uh, use this um, to emit a high frequency audio um, em emission which helped in the uh, in the death of one of the uh, one of the creatures potentially potentially for the first time this was the the first um, the first um, the um, first bit of insight into uh, a potential weapon against the uh, against the aliens, and um, yeah, so she devises a makeshift method of transmitting this feedback noise um, from her uh, cochlear implant uh, through a portable microphone. And that's how, and when it, the, the noise is emitted, it causes the alien creatures to basically have a, um, a seizure and they're in their, in their, their brain, um, uh, making their, the, their internal, uh, biology, uh, exposed and susceptible to being, um, shot at, uh, by a shotgun, for example. Um, which, uh, of course, you take out the brain, then um, the rest of the body is uh, no good for anything else. Um, but um, following on from the events of A Quiet Place, um, their family home is now um, in ruin um, following the, the prior attack by the, the, the creatures, which led to uh, Lee Abbott's death. And... Um, they have to leave the the farm that they had, uh, that they had been their home for a long time, um, and they venture away, and they eventually find themselves uh, entering a fenced off area, uh, which uh, has been uh, outfitted with uh, booby traps, um, specifically intended to uh, make as much noise as possible and of course attract the monstrous creatures um and um Evelyn uh unfortunately accidentally sets off one of the the uh, these alarms the, the creatures start rushing in um and as they try to flee and rush through this um this factory old dilapidated factory environment uh Marcus um, steps into a bear trap, uh, which clamps onto his onto his leg, and of course, as as you would do, as anyone would do, he screams in pain. And of course, um, in this world that they're living in, um, a scream is just is is basically like um, basically putting a red flag in front of a ball for these uh alien creatures and of course they come come a run uh but uh Regan um emits the the high frequency noise using her cochlear implant um and um then Evelyn um is uh, able to successful be successful in killing uh one of the the alien uh, creatures they're eventually able to free Marcus, but um, um, they um, he is severely injured, and uh, if he doesn't get antibiotics, then he could potentially die. Uh, and eventually, they they find themselves running into an abandoned steel foundry, and that is when they come. Uh, they are found by their old friend Emmett. Uh, who, as I said, was is played by uh, Killian Murphy, and Emmett was at the the baseball game uh, a year prior, prior, and we saw him talking with Lee, um, 
just prior to the the attack of um, from the aliens, and now he has lost his family. He's been living alone for a great deal of time, um, and he seems to have found somewhere where he can stay um, and keep. Um, from making any noise and um, he's using a soundproofed underground hideout within the foundry um, where um, he and anyone who's inside can talk normally um, and uh, at first Emmett doesn't want the Abbott family to um, to stay with him uh, until um uh, Evelyn um, reveals that she has a baby uh, who they are trying to keep um, keep alive uh, and not make a sound, of course. Um, so they have to um, keep um, keep the baby inside a box most of the time, but they have to um, make sure that it is masked up and that it has. Um, they have to continuously carry a, an oxygen tank to. Um, allow the baby to to breathe when it the the box is closed um and um they stay with Emmett and um but Emmett is in a very, very bad place um as i say he's recently lost his family and um yeah he he really doesn't want the Abbott family to to stay around um then when listening um to the radio, uh, Marcus hears the song uh, Beyond the Sea playing um, on the radio. And uh, they wonder where this has come from. And, Ma- and Emmett, though, is, isn't uh, surprised by this because, um, to his knowledge, this song has been playing uh, continuously for four months. But the fact that it is um, being um, broadcast means that it must be being broadcast by other fellow survivors, meaning that there are other people out there. And this is when Regan gets the idea to head out and try and find um, the survivors, um, wherever they are. And, of course, this is very tricky Um that because, um, and she also really comes up with the idea, and she tries to explain this to, to Marcus, her younger brother, that if she can find a way to, um, to enhance, um, the uh, the, the creation of this audio feedback that you by using her cochlear implant that essentially seems to make the the creatures uh uh vulnerable and um and feel incredible pain then um they can use the weapon that they've discovered on a wide a wide scale and uh she figures and she comes up with the idea that if potentially they can get to wherever the um the broadcast of the song Beyond the Sea um, is being um, played from, then they can, she could use um, the vulnerability, the, the feedback uh, from her cochlear implant there. So she heads out on her own um, to try and uh, find uh, um, the, the source. Um, and... Um, and this is tricky, very tricky for her. And she's using um, her father um, as her inspiration, as an example. Um, she figures that this is what he would do. Uh, but it's tricky because she can't hear a thing. She's deaf. Um, whereas the, the, the alien creatures can hear everything. They can hear her, but she can't hear them. And they can't see her, but she can see them. So it's a great uh, juxtaposition. 
and um, she eventually walks down the train line and um, she finds herself um, uh, going into uh, a train carriage um, and um, it is when Evelyn discovers that she's she's missing she uh, asks Emmett to set out to go and find Regan because um, you know she, she she can't survive on her own um so eventually he is um uh, persuaded to to head out and he does um and he eventually uh catches up with Regan but um not before she finds herself coming face to face with one of the the one of the creatures um um and eventually uh Evelyn um who uh, is still at the foundry with Marcus and the newborn, their newborn baby? Uh, she realizes that she needs to leave. She needs to go back into town um, because she needs to get some supplies. Um, most most notably, something to to help uh, Marcus because he has this very severe injury still. Um, and um yeah she uh, she heads into town and uh um and marcus is left uh in the foundry on his own trying to look after the the child and he eventually when doing some um investigation of the foundry, he discovers the corpse of Emmett's uh, wife, who looks now to be uh, uh, mummified, um, and we we still have n- no explanation as to um, uh, how long she's been. Well, she's been there for a, a while, but how did she die? Why is she still there? There's lots of diff- lots of questions still remain to be answered. Um, and having been startled by this discovery, he um, lets out an alert, uh, which uh, draws one of the creatures to him. And uh, after trying to run into the uh, um, into the the soundproof underground uh, hideout. Uh, he uh, unfortunately uh, accidentally uh, locks himself in, um, and unfortunately there is, the the the, uh, the compartment is completely airtight. Um, so the longer they're in there, the longer that there won't be uh, any any air, and uh, they could potentially die. And um, because he's a he's a good brother, he tries to. Um, he tries to make sure that um, the baby has enough oxygen um, while at the same time um, uh, periodically uh, trying to take some oxygen from the uh, very quickly uh, running out oxygen tank. Um, and uh, while this is happening, uh, Emmett and Regan um, find themselves uh, being drawn to a, a marina um and while um trying to find a way to uh get to uh the the island where it is believed that the radio broadcast of beyond the sea is um is is happening uh they are attacked by some very feral um people uh who um have definitely had a very traumatic experience um, over the last year since the the initial alien attack, uh, and who uh, appear to be living near water because they see that water is the kind of like the Achilles heel to these alien creatures, um, because they they uh, because of the the constant chaotic um, patterns of um, water they find it hard to discern um anything happening within water which is something that we, we saw in the first quiet place um and yeah so emmett um is um taken uh is captured by these 
feral um, people as uh, Regan uh, would have been if Emmett hadn't um, um, told Regan to, to dive into the water of the marina uh, before deliberately creating um, noise, um, attracting the creatures to one of um, his attackers. Um, and, of course, the creatures just come out of nowhere. Um, and um, and we even see one of the creatures jump into the water um, trying to go after Emmett, uh, Killian Murphy's character, but unfortunately re then realises that um, they cannot swim. Um, but what it seems to, seems to me is that in every film... Um, the the creatures find a way of um, of outsmarting these these problems. Um, you know they they seem to have come up with um, a solution to how to hear uh, what is really going on. Um, even the the minute noises is to be as quiet as they can, so that they can discern. The, the the noise from the the background noise the noise of what people are doing um so yeah the the creature that jumps into the water they they drown um but um Emmett and Regan are able to get on uh, on a boat uh and row to the island um where the they believe the the radio broadcast is coming from and they discover a a small colony of people who seem to be living normally and um who seem to have um come up with the solution to um survival um months previous and had, had uh, already uh, come to the understanding that the the creatures um had this aversion to water uh, for some reason and um, the leader of the colony uh, reveals that um, the government um, had discovered that the creatures were unable to swim. So um, not long after the the initial alien attack, uh, the alien invasion, the U.S. National Guard had attempted to move as many people as they could to the to the islands. Um, but unfortunately only two boats, um, made it, um, but, um, yeah, so Emmett and, uh, Regan, um, stay on the island and, um, make themselves at home, get introduced to, um, people there, uh, while, um, back at the foundry, um, or back in town, Evelyn returns, um, back from town to the foundry, and she finds um, the creature that, um, unfortunately, Marcus had attracted, uh, attempting to try and uh, get into the underground um, foundry um, hideout. Um, she um, attempts to uh, set fire to one of the creatures uh, because there's been a, um, a spillage of, of fuel. And she tries to set it alight. When she does set it alight, she um, she shoots at the at the the fuel, but uh, the alien creature just walks on through it. Doesn't seem phased by it. Um, but um, yeah, she's um, eventually able to find a way to sneak into the in the underground um, uh, hideout. Uh, after returning from town, as I say, with um, two uh, oxygen tanks, um, and initially um, planning to to use them to to keep the baby uh, alive when they're locked in the box, um, and um, she she tries to free um, the, the the kids before they um, suffocate. Um, but the, the alien creature above falls down into, and discovers where their hideout, the hideout is, um, of course hears them, 
and tries to get into into the bunker um and um and pour them out and at this time back at the the island uh Emmett and um and Regan are still there and um Emmett realizes that a creature um is was on the the boat that um they brought with them to the island um and uh or one of the, the boats that was at the marina found its way to the island and uh one of and one of the creatures immediately begins to attack the colonists on the island uh which causes um a great deal of uh, chaos um and uh emmet um and uh, regan um assisted by um uh uh, Digimon uh, Haosu's um, character, um, you know, he uh, is the leader of the the, 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 the survivors on this colony island, um, and he um, tries to. He's the one who uh, began the the broadcast of uh, Beyond the Sea, and uh, yeah. So when the creature starts to attack the colony. Uh, he gets uh, Regan and Emmett uh, in his car, and he races off to the um, to the radio tower, and um, and says that you know tells him that this is the place, this is what they have to do, you know. But he he feels like he has to go back into town, back to where he's been staying this all this time to get his children. But unfortunately, the creature. Uh, had followed them to the radio station where the radio tower is um, and of course um, attempts to track after killing um, the, the, this, the 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 leader of the survivors he the, the creature tries to get into the radio station to to kill Emmett and, and Regan who uh, attempt to make as little sound as possible um, while trying to find their way into the the main um, the main uh, room, where a record of uh, uh, Bobby Darren's uh, "Beyond the Sea," um, which of course is a, an English language version of the French song "La Mer" uh, by uh, Charles uh, Trenet. Uh, but uh, Bob, Bobby Darren's 1959 version is the more popular, I would say. And, um, <clears throat> excuse me, but uh, yeah, that's, that's the version we hear in A Quiet Place too. So yeah, Regan and Emmett try as hard as they can to try and get into where the, the, the um, vinyl record of uh, Beyond the Sea is on the turntable. Um and um it's the, the the creature is listening constantly for any kind of noise and of course they hear a noise and uh Regan rushes into the room um while Emmett tries to um keep the the creature away and he finds himself being impaled by one of the the creature's claws but Regan is successful in being able to get into um into the the main control room uh where she's able to transmit the high frequency from her uh cochlear implant um, um and the frequency is emitted through all of the rooms uh through the speakers and um as a result um exposes the 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 cre the alien creatures um uh, inner biology um of course incapacitates them and um and which uh, allows her to walk up to the creature without any fear of being attacked and uh she's able to um impale it um with a a rod that she picks up from the uh the radio station and uh kills it uh, and at this exact moment that she's doing this, uh, at the foundry, um, while the, 
the, the family, the Abbott family, or what's left of it, is being attacked by the, the creature trying to, trying to kill them. Marcus is listening for um, Regan's transmission. He's been, he was told to listen, continue to listen on the radio for the Beyond the Sea transmission. Uh, but then it changes, and this is when Marcus realises that Regan has been successful, that she is letting out a transmission. He takes the the headphones off his head and then eventually uh, disconnects and unplugs the, the headphones from the radio and allows the, the high-pitched frequency to play from the um, the speaker of the radio which um, is which incapacitates the the creature trying to attack them, um, allowing um, Marcus to step forward and step come face to face with their creature that's trying to attack them, and um, allowing them to shoot them uh, with the gun that uh, was uh, previously his mother's. Um, and it's, it was a great scene when you see um, Evelyn just watching uh, her son just f- just find the the courage to to walk up to this alien creature and not be afraid of it and just to take a weapon and just shoot it. Um, and then yeah, then after that we we see Regan. Um, Leaving the 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 hearing aid, the cochlear implant, um, connected to the radio station's microphone, uh, of course, allowing the the high frequency um, to be broadcast um, even wider and further uh, than uh, than it was is able to uh, have been broadcast in the, the the first film. The first film. It's very uh, the the broadcast was only uh, an an immediate um, broadcast, but now that the broadcast is even more um, widespread, and uh, it is an effective weapon against uh, these creatures. But for how long and what will happen uh, next remains to be seen. Because at this point, at the end of a quiet place part two, Emmett. And um, Emmett and uh, Regan are still on the island, and um, Evelyn and, and Marcus and her baby, they're still at the foundry. And um, yeah, it remains to be seen what's going to happen next. But there is just, oh, it was just so great, so entertaining. And um, I jumped at all the right moments, as I was supposed to, I suppose. Um, the music was great. The, the 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 setting, the cinematography was great. I loved the um, the 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 flashback at the beginning. It really set up the the world um, of of a quiet place uh, wonderfully. Um, and yeah, so that there there has to be a third one. Uh, I I've heard that you know John Krasinski has an idea for a potential third uh, part and of course um, I also heard that there is um, a potential spin-off being um, um, worked on and uh, produced um, that will potentially come out um, in a couple of years time but um, whether that will revolve I, mean, I, I assume that it will revolve around a another group of people attempting to survive in this new uh, quiet place um, world, um, but I think at some point um, we really do need to get back to the Abbott family um, because, to me, the 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 progression and the way that the, the, the kids, um, the way that Regan and Marcus have really stepped up and taken stepped into the, 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 the footprints into the shoes of their parents is just um amazing to see and the the, the two actors who play 
uh, Regan and Marcus are just um, phenomenal. They're really incredible young actors. Millicent Simmons, who, has, as I said, is, um, is is deaf in real life, and um, but she goes through such a a wide range of emotions. She, you can see her being. She's just fearless, and um, yeah, she's uh, she really doesn't allow um, her. Um, her deafness to to stop her from being heroic and um as i say uh marcus abbott um who's played by noah dupe he's great as well you can see him he really worries about his sister at first he doesn't about regan he doesn't want her to go and then he she goes and he's left behind literally holding the baby his little um um and then his mother leaves him and oh there's so much more to learn about what has happened what what we need to know what's going to happen um and you can't just leave it like that that you know john krasinski emily blunt you you know that this 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 story is just too good to 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 leave like that and um yeah i and I'm so glad that um, I finally was able to, to to see the film. I mean, it's been such a long time. I mean, there were there were times when, you know, it was released in cinemas, and I, I was like, oh, am I gonna go and see it? But there were still restrictions because of the pandemic, and I thought, oh, I'll never get to see it. And I, then I thought, oh, I might be able to see it, um, but then it just never happened. And then, um, fortunately, it wasn't too long before it was released on on dvd and blu-ray and i just thought i'll just wait um wait till i can get it wait till i can watch it and uh yeah i wasn't disappointed it really just um it really did uh just it really just added to my enjoyment of the original film and um took it to another level as i say gave it um the story a great a great deal more depth great deal more complexity we get to see how um other survivors have been um have been coping over the last year since the initial alien attack and yet again we've seen the 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 progress of a, a of a weapon um to be used against these alien creatures and potentially in the next film we'll get to see um maybe an idea of where they came from these alien creatures i mean even though i know it's the not knowing that adds to the mystery but um i'd say that they they really have to answer some kind of questions at some point um and of course they're making it up as they go along or they may they're making it up as they go along but i'm sure they have ideas in their head about what the potential home world of these creatures was or and what they're the the initial um conception of the of the creatures is and um but yeah things can change over time you know some I some ideas can be replaced by better ideas so um i guess we'll just have to wait and see but uh oh such a oh um, and you know what that's what i love about these films the quiet place films especially is that because it's dealing with people having to live in a world with no 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 noise no sound and having to stay as quiet as possible after you watch a film like that you go back out into the world and you become even more acutely um um resonant um that's not the right word you could become even more acutely um um even more acutely um sensitive that's the word that's the word you become even more acutely sensitive to noise to sound because you've spent such a amount of time watching a film where especially in this film as well uh at one moment you're you're hearing everything just as if Evelyn was hearing the world 
then it will switch to Regan, Regan's point of view. And of course, Regan, being deaf, doesn't hear a thing. So the score just drops out completely. Any kind of special effects, foley, anything like that. Any kind of sound, noise, music, it's gone. And uh, you get to see the world. You get to basically hear the world from Regan's perspective. Um, and, uh, yeah, you you do. You, you become so sensitive to sound. And it, I suppose it's, it's a... This film, these films are a great lesson to how much we are constantly bombarded and surrounded and intoxicated, I suppose you could say, by sound. We come to, um, it, sound is just the everyday thing and when it's taken away, it just seems so alien. Um, but then when you go back into the world, sound seems so alien after having spent a great deal of time without sound. So yeah, it's a um, it's a really thought provoking concept, um, you know, living in a world without uh, without sound, and uh, yeah. But yeah, so I think I'm going to leave it there for now. I just wanted to just wanted to talk about this 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 great film, which I'm um, so happy that I finally got uh, around to seeing. I'm so encouraged by it, and I'm, I, I just. I think it's a brilliant film. I, I really do love it. I love the the first A Quiet Place film, but this one just, um, yeah, just phenomenal, phenomenal achievement by all concerned, especially John Kaczynski. Of course, his his wife Emily Blunt, um, and um, wonderful actors including Millicent Simmons, uh, Noah Jupe. Um, uh, Jimon uh, Haosu I hope I'm pronouncing that right um, and uh, yeah all of the, the great and phenomenal um, uh, department heads um, including those of the sound design uh, cinematography um, production all of those uh, wonderful uh, people who really all collaborate with the the writer, producer, and director, and the actors to um, to really create this this wonderful um, environment for keeping people on the edge of their seat and scaring uh, the bejesus out of them. Um, but uh, yeah, great film. Can't wait for the next one. That's all I'm going to say. But uh, yeah, I think I'm going to leave it there for now. Um, I just want to say thank you for listening. I uh, hope you like what you heard, and I'll talk to you again soon. Hi everyone, this is Mark. So I hope you did enjoy what you heard in this episode of the podcast. And uh, if you did, and uh, you would like to enjoy more of my content, um, I'm uh, a writer, I'm a poet, and I'm an author. Uh, I've written 11 books of uh, poetry uh, and short stories and uh, short novels. So if you're interested in reading some of my poems, my short stories or uh, the stories within my novels, then you can check them out online on Amazon or um, from the, the Book Depository or online at uh, Barnes & Noble. And uh, if you want to check out some of my re- most recent uh, poems then if you head over to uh, markthepoet.me online then you can check out some of my most recent poems and also some of the poems that I've written uh, in the past uh, but yeah so uh, I hope you like what you heard and I'll talk to you again soon